Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace and power, kings and queens out there in Radio Land. Um, I'm I'm doing this a little different today. Uh, welcome to On Point Radio. This is your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. You know, welcome to the Straight Talk Show on On Point Radio. And today, I, I'm feeling some type of way. You know, um, I, see, I, I'm the type of dude, like, I'm going to keep it on it, which uh, I'm the type of dude that say what people feel but don't say. You know what I mean? Say what people think but don't say. So I'm the type of guy that catch all the flack and get labeled as the troublemaker and the controversial person, and that's why the name is Mr. Controversy because I pretty much speak up for the people who don't want to utilize their voice. I'm not going to say they don't have a voice. I'm going to say they don't utilize their voice. You know, so today I'm going to do something a little different. You know, I'm going to actually start the show off without music. I'm going to start the show off with the conversation at hand. So what had happened was, right, what had happened was this morning, you know, I, I, you know, it was great to take my daughter to school. She wanted to get on a computer before, you know, we left out. So I was like, all right, go ahead. She was like, you don't want to get on and see what I'm doing. I was like, no, nah, go ahead. You got it. She was like, but what if it's something that you, you want me to know? And I was like, why did she say that? You know what I'm saying? So I said, all right. I went over to the computer. Lo and behold, she was on this Brain Pop uh, uh, website and, it was talking about 9-11, you know, in a cartoon form. It be this cartoon character, a robot that just kept saying beep, beep, and then the, the little, no Caucasian little cartoon boy talking about 9-11. And I was like, wow. So they really going to pump this to my daughter at 10 years old, like she knows about this. They really get ready to brainwash my daughter on some other stuff, like I can't talk to her about that. You know what I mean? So I sat there and I watched it with her. You know what I mean? And it was a quiz afterwards, you know, so she had to take the little quiz or whatever. So I said, all right, you know what? Now that we watch that, we're going to watch something called Fahrenheit 9-11 now. Because when it all went down, you know, I I don't know where everybody was, but I'm going to ask everybody, where were they when 9-11 went down? Do you remember where you were at and what you were doing? You know what I'm saying? And, um, I said, we're going to watch, you know, Fahrenheit 9-11 by Michael Moore, the documentary. So, you know, we actually, when she came home from school, we started watching her, you know, me, her, and my oldest daughter, you know, sitting down, we watching my oldest daughter, you know, she in high school. So she was like, we was looking at the George uh, Bush speech today. And I was like, word. So she started telling me about that. So I'm like, okay, so. You know, she looking at it, and she like, yo, 
it's my oldest daughter. She's like, yo, for real, this what they doing? She's like, yo, it's Marines that be in my school in the lunchroom too every day trying to recruit. She was like, wow. I mean, it was like she was in awe. Now, mind you, she was born 2001. She was four months when this occurred. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, just to know 16 years ago, you know what I'm saying, they're doing the same thing 16 years later, it was new to her. But my damn problem is why the hell is it new to the motherfuckers who old enough to remember 16 years ago? Why are you still feeding into that? Okay, let's get it out in the open right now. I sadly sympathize with those families who lost loved ones in that bullshit. I sympathize with you. I do. I don't want any listeners out there to think that I'm mean, cruel, cold-hearted, and, you know, it's not about that. I'm very, you know, sympathetic to those that were lost in that. But I also know the other side. You know how they say, you know, two kids, you know, did something. So the mom asked who did it. And one of them, like, it wasn't me, it was him. And the other one, like, it wasn't me, it was him. And then she say, all right, well, what happened? So both people get their account. You know what I mean? Both kids get their account of what happened. I was taught there's three sides to a story. You got one side, the other side, and the truth lies somewhere in between. So now you got to, you know, what, what they call it uh, in school, inference. You have to inference on what you feel the truth may be between the two stories. But that's not what's happening with these brainwashed-ass niggas out here today. That's not what's happening. They're listening to the government, buying into what the government is saying, and putting on their patriotism hats. Now they're patriotic. But if you remember 9-11, before 9-11, the Republicans didn't do a damn thing for blacks. When Bush, first of all, let's, let's rewind. Bush cheated Al Gore to win. All the news stations were saying that Al Gore won. But then Fox News, which is why it's so big now, Fox News reported that Bush won. So once Fox News said Bush won, all the other news stations folded and said it was our mistake. Uh, It seems that Bush won the election. But what people don't know is Bush's cousin was the head of Fox. And who called him in as the, as the winner? I can't make this up, y'all. Research it for yourself. I think his last name is Elliot or something like that. Bush's first cousin worked for Fox, was the head of Fox news station, and he's the one who called it in and said Bush won. So once he did that, Bush won. Let's go a step further. It was Florida the reason why Bush won. But he even lost in Florida. But you have to remember, Bush has a brother named Jeb. 
Jeb Bush is the governor of Florida. Facts. I'm talking facts here. No, no conspiracy. I'm talking facts. The ticket counter, the, who counts the vote, was Bush's committee chair, a woman. So this is when blacks who had records were being turned away. This was when they were using dead people votes to win. All type stuff was going on. They were recounting and getting rid of black votes. So when it came down to them in Congress and and and, the, and the, uh, the, the the congressman saying, you know, well, this that and the third, the blacks wasn't you know counted, and this that and that. all they needed was one vote from the Senate. We couldn't get one vote from the Senate because Bush had them all locked down, and Gore was the head of the House when they were trying to present their case. And they were addressing Gore as Mr. President, even though he won but lost. See, this stuff is facts, man. And see, I bring you what people don't necessarily want to know or care to hear. I bring you truth, man. If you don't like it, you don't have to like it, but listen to it. Go research and see if I'm doing my homework. See, I, I don't give you the cute shows of, you know, the drama, and I, I don't do that. I bring you stuff that you can utilize and teach your children and tell your family members and change your way of thinking. That's what I bring to you. And we have definitely have to change our way of thinking. 9-11 should not be as serious to us as people are making it to be. You know how many Instagram posts I saw today, how many Facebook posts I saw today? Remember 9-11, remember? Yeah, I remember 9-11. I remember the Silverstein boy who owned the building, took out, had a contract for 99 years, and took out multi-billion dollar contract for terrorism, I mean insurance, for terrorism. Now, I think he bought it in April. Right? He bought it sometime earlier before 9-11, June. I'm sorry, June of 2001, he bought it. June, June right? I mean, July 24th. July. All right. So, so well, actually, he signed a lease, 99-year lease, in June 2001. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and before, two months before the attacks, he took out this, 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 uh, this this insurance policy on the buildings in case of terrorism. You know what I'm saying? So he actually won and was awarded, get this, four billion five hundred and fifty million dollars. But see, people don't know that. People not paying attention to that. Listen, look at how the towers fell. If a plane hit the towers, it's not going to collapse like the project building, when the demolition man push on that joint, boom, and boom, and it all come falling, it come crashing down perfectly. That's how the towers went down. Think about this, people. The way it fell. And here's one thing I know about this country, man, and those people, and quotes. They don't care about sacrificing their own. Money is the root of all evil, and they are the head evil people at the table. Think about that. This man got $4,550,000,000 when that happened. 
Where is he now? Everybody's saying, remember 9-11, remember 9-11. He ain't even thinking about 9-11. Anytime 9-11 comes, he's counting his stats. How much he got compensated. Let's talk about George Bush and the Bush family. Let's talk about Halliburton Oil Company that was in business with 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 uh, 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 Osama bin Laden's family. Let's talk about Enron. I remember Enron. I was in college at that time. Enron was getting it. That was a big name in 2001 to 2004. When I graduated college, Enron was a big name. See, what people don't realize is the United States trained Osama bin Laden and his people. They did business together. They were friends. Like, their families actually was communicating with each other like they was brothers. See, people don't care about that. All people want to care about is that they're playing on your emotions, people. This country is playing on your emotions. They're trying to have you live in fear. They're doing the same thing with these hurricanes. I ain't never, listen, man, I'm over 40. I ain't never seen so many hurricanes in my life. Back to back to back to back. You want to tell me something ain't wrong with that picture? I know the creative matters, but come on, man. And look where they're happening at. Look where they're happening at. So why are we so caught up into this 9-11 thing? Like, again, I sympathize wholeheartedly for the people that were sacrificed in that situation because that's what the government do. And when, if you watch 9-11, when it got to the military part, my daughter was like, dang, so they just send people over there to get killed? And then when Michael Moore asked one of the congressmen, he said, listen, out of the whole Congress, only one person has a child that's over there across seas at war. What about the rest of y'all? He's like, here, take some of these pamphlets and why don't you send your children over there first? And the ball played it off like, yeah, I agree with you, and then patted him on the shoulder and walked away. Like, they we ain't sending our children over there. You tripping. Then he went in Flint, the, the, uh, Michigan, where he's from, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, yo, look how ran down this place is. So the military is going into the slums and the hoods and the ghettos, and that's how they're recruiting because people are losing jobs. People are, are unemployed. You know what I'm saying? So they pushed it. The young people, they, they said, all right, they told the one young boy, this white guy, he said, yeah, you know, uh, he said, I like to play basketball, you know, thinking about playing basketball. He said, well, you know, you know, David Robinson for the Spurs played basketball. He's like, yeah, I know David Robinson. He's like, yeah, he was a Marine. Selling it to him. Then they told this young black dude, he said, yeah, the black dude said, yeah, I'm thinking about getting into music. You know what I mean? The Marine said, well, you know, you ever heard of Shaggy? He's like, yeah, that's the Jamaican singer or artist or whatever. He said, yeah, he said, well, he was a Marine. Selling it. 
So they're going in our hoods and recruiting our children to go on the front line and sacrifice their lives for this country that don't give a damn about them. See, I, listen, man, I, I'm one of them people that believe if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Got to go, got to go. That's what Robert Harris said, right? Got to go, got to go. So I'm going to speak my peace, man. Whatever happens, happens. If you want to silence me because I'm speaking the truth and enlightening people that you don't want them to know things on, then so be it. I'm just raising children and other and other people's children. I'm educating them and informing them so it can continue somehow. You might get the messenger, but you ain't going to get all the messengers to come. The, the problem and the sad part is our black folk don't want to hear it. They don't want to listen. They don't care. Not only do they have a fair blackness, but they have a fair whiteness. That's why black-on-black crime is more prevalent than black-on-white crime, because they already know what type of time they're going to get if they do that. That's why so many black crimes go unsolved, because we're doing their dirty work for them. They don't care. Hell, maybe it'll go off another one of them niggers. Another one less for us to have to off. Let's keep it, let's keep it funky, man. Matter of fact, let's keep it stank. It is what it is. So I just speak a hard truth that people don't necessarily probably want to hear or they're fearful of hearing, or, yeah, I can't associate with that cat because they come for him. They're going to come for me too. They're going to come for you anyway in due time, unless you're a good old boy or a good old girl. Then they might let you slide by as long as you're performing and doing as master say. I ain't doing as master say. I wouldn't have turn it. Let's cut master throat. This is real talk right now. This is straight talk. No music, no nothing. This is straight talk right here. I'm t- I'm telling you facts about nine eleven. That was money driven. And then I don't even think y'all know that Saudi Arabia owns seven percent of this country. Do you, do you know that? No, I don't know that. I didn't know that. Of course you didn't. Because you're not trying to enlighten yourself. You're not trying to read. You're not trying to listen. You're not trying to look at documentaries that are speaking to you. I'm going to tell you what happened. I tried to get 9-11, Fahrenheit 9-11 this morning after my daughter, you know, got off the computer, and we were going to start watching it this morning. So I went on my fire stick, and I was like, all right, I lifted it up. Boom, it popped up. And then they have one called Fahrenheit, H-Y-P-8, where they're trying to mock him and say that he was wrong and this, that, and the third. But everything you see on those clips in that movie is fact because they're taken from the clips, from the words of mouth. There's no, I graduated from school for uh, uh, technology. This is real audio. There's no lips being synced to words. No, this is real audio. This is original, authentic audio when you watch Fahrenheit 9-11. Not only that, but Michael Moore is the one who did the Columbine thing, bowling for Columbine, when he exposed the, the, the three or four whatever white boys that had the trench coats on and went into school and shot up everybody. He did that. He also did the report on Philip Knight and Nike because Nike's not made in America. 
So he was like, I'm from Flint, Michigan. You know what I mean? People out here buying their children Jordans, and you won't even put a company over here to produce jobs? He exposed Philip Knight of Nike, one of the reasons I don't wear Nike. See, I do my homework. I do my research. I don't just watch the documentaries and leave it there. I don't just read something and leave it there. I put it all together, all them different sources, all them different medias, and then I inference and make my own sense and logic out of it. That's what our people appear afraid to do. I see I got a call on the line. So before I even dig deeper, caller, I see you. Let me finish this story about my daughter. So here's what happened. I went on my fire stick. It popped up. Both of them popped up. Fahrenheit started to play, and I stopped it. I was like, oh, well, I'll go back, and I'll try it again. I tried it again, and it said no stream available. I said, all right, well, let me try another one. No stream available. It kept saying that. So I turned it off. I said, maybe it got hot or something. And I cut, cut the fire stick back on. I tried it again. I shit you not, it was gone. It never popped up to this moment right now. When we, when she got out of school and I picked her up and we came back to watch it, it was not there. You know how we watched it? We had to watch it on YouTube. Real talk. We had to watch it on my fire stick on YouTube because they, whatever the powers that be, see me trying to watch not Fahrenheit 9-11 on 9-11, and automatically it was gone. I'm not lying to you. I'm no conspiracy theorist. I don't have a reason to be. But I am a man who grew up in this fucked up country and know how fucked up it is and what type of fucked up people that's running it. So, therefore, I see what I see and I know what I know. And I feel how I feel. You can be patriotic if you want. Everybody says this is such a great country. Okay, to you it is, not to me. I can agree to disagree. There's some good things about it. There's a lot more worse things about it. So that that was the story I wanted to get out because I found it interesting that when I went back to get it later, it was gone. Wouldn't come up at all. But Fahrenheit 9-11 still comes up. I even went under Michael Moore's name, and it didn't even show up under his movies, his film. Don't believe me? Watch Fahrenheit 9-11. See the exposing for yourself. Read it. Go on the Internet and read it. Find some books about it. I'm telling you, this is real. I've read this stuff not on just no Internet, but I've read this stuff in books. I was watching it with my daughter, and I said to my daughter when I watched Bush, the father Bush with with, uh, uh, Osama bin Laden's family, I watched them, and I I said to her, I said, those are what you call gangsters. Those are what you call thugs. Those are straight, pure killers. These niggas out here on the street doing what they're doing, they're not killers, they're not gangsters, they're not thugs, they're stupid. And we're going to get into that a little later because I want to talk about another young black guy, 22 years old, shot, uh, not 22 years old, but another black guy shot on 22nd and Lehigh. Today, but everybody mourning over nine eleven. Fuck out of here. Let me take this caller. 
Peace and power. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with your host, Mr. On Point, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy. Who we on the line with? Uh, what's, what's up, man? This is uh, Shy. What's going on, brother? What's up, Shy? What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Uh, I'm doing okay, man. It seemed like uh, 9-11, man. They, 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 they ain't never going to let us forget this, man. It's something that we never going to forget. But, you know, um, life goes on. But like you said, it's, I, I, I'm not really getting into that, man, because I... It's really, it's really, it's really bad, man. So this, like you said, it's, it's like the three, it's like uh, it's, it's three heads into that one. Everybody's into the situation too. Everybody had their hand in in, in, in a cookie jar. No. Absolutely. No, no. Uh, you can't, you can't point one against the other. Now, first of all. They want you to believe that somebody's going to fly the plane into the building, kill themselves, sacrifice anybody on the plane, for what? Two, they're going to blame Bin Laden. Well, he, he was he didn't, have, he didn't have nothing to do with it. Matter of fact, wasn't he, wasn't he over in the United States? He just got on the plane. They were just, they were just all sitting around talking. Let me let me tell you, Shy. Let me tell you, this is what happened. See now, this done got soap opera. You know that woke me up. This this done got soap opera, right? This is what happened. They needed somebody to blame to go to war with, so they blamed Saddam Hussein. Right now, mind you, Saddam Hussein was doing business with Daddy Bush. Right, they were cool, but they needed somebody to blame, so they right. blamed Iraq. So when people looking like looking at first of all, America got to stop trying to well this country that they call America got to stop trying to be the global police. Ain't nobody asked y'all to police the world. You need to take care of home first. Right. You can't even get your cops out here to stop killing innocent people and unarmed people, and you want to police other areas. You kidding me? Right. So they blame Saddam Hussein. Went to war with him. Now 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 get this when nine eleven occurred. Bin Laden and them had, I think they said, 20-some family members over here. Right. They all were allowed to leave and go back. When have you ever heard of that? They were allowed to leave without incident, without harm, without question, and go back. How is that? If this is the dude you claim that did it and you got his family right here, Right. I'm from North Philly. You know what I'm saying? And if you right. if you if you did something to my homie, and I had your boy right there in front of me, he ain't going nowhere until That's right. you show up. Right. You feel me? But you so how does that. that occur? But see, our people are so mentally screwed. Right. And, and shout out to the uh, uh, shout out to the listener who said, "Wow, that was a lot of fuck." Listen, number one, I show not saying to do shout out to you because um, I, I'm, I'm just passionate. And right now, I, it amazes me how idiotic we choose to be, how ignorant we choose to be, and then wonder why they continue calling us niggas. You know right. what I mean? Like, at some point, we have to want to wake up. 
But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to get that out about Osama bin Laden and, and Saddam Hussein and how that whole thing occurred. Yeah, you know it seemed like yeah, it seemed like it, they made it a soap opera because first of all, it was uh, Saddam Hussein. Then it went to Bin Laden, right? Then it went to. Then it went from there to somewhere else, right? Who's going to be the next victim? Who? I mean, who's going to be the next blade? Who are they going to put your finger at next? North Korea. You see it. It's happening all over again. North Korea right. is there. Right, right. That, that, that was North Korea. Now, first of all, uh, we fight in Afghanistan. Now, 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 now they, they gave us trouble. We, 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 we fought Iraq. They they give us trouble. You mean to tell me now you want to go to war with North Korea? And you know North Korea is cool with Russia. You know now you now you talk about the whole family getting into it. Everybody just all everybody going and war with. It's all about money. It's and and resources and resources. Yeah, and resources. Because the whole the whole nine eleven thing, the whole first of all the towers versus first of all let's go here. I want everybody on the line right now to ask yourself one question: Why didn't this happen on nine ten? Why didn't this happen on nine twelve? Why did this happen on the numbers that we use to call our police fire? And that's what I asked my daughter this morning. I said before I said anything to her, I said, "What is nine one one, baby?" She said the number to call. No, I said, what is? What, what are the numbers in 911? She said 9 and 11. I said, no. Now, give them to me broken up. She said 911. I said, so what is 911? She said the number you use to call the cops and the fire engine and the ambulance. I said, exactly. Right. So why did, see, people don't use logic. And see, that's why I love being an Aquarius, because people hate us for the fact that we're so logical and we're unemotional. We're, we're not as emotional as everybody else. Because everybody can't be emotional. If everybody emotional, who the fuck won't think straight? I'm right. sorry, that was another fuck, y'all. Sorry, I apologize. But I'm not censored, and I, when I'm passionate and when I'm feeling it, I'm, I'm going there. And I do have an extensive vocabulary, so don't get it twisted with that either. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just the fact that I, I, I hurt when I see my people falling for the okie doke. Right, it, it, and if you you realize now, they say first it was two dollars, now it's three thousand. Now the day I found out, now it's four thousand people that that, that died that day. It really, well, it, we we don't know how many people died that day. Well, we know people did die. We do know that for certain. This wasn't Sandy Hook. You know, when Sandy Hook happened, that was the school thing with the little children. Uh, the school got ran up in, and all these children were supposed to be in that got shot. And, but you seen nobody's come out of the building. Right. But with this one, you did see people did die. You know right. what I mean? The buildings came down. Everybody wasn't getting out of that high rise like that. That's one of the reasons why I go to a hotel. You're not putting me all the way up there. Because even if it's a fire, how the hell I'm getting away? How am I escaping? Right. I mean, I don't care about the penthouse suite and all that. I don't need that. Put me in a nice little room on the first or second floor, I'll jump out the window out of that. Right. I done jumped out of windows before. 
know what I'm saying? But I'm not going up to no 54. No, man, what's I'm up there for? Yo, yo. I mean, have you ever gone to 15 stores and looked down? No way in the world. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't want to do it. But there's no way in the world. I, I, I don't even think I would want to jump from eight stories. That's high. Well, well listen, sir, you and, you and me are both on the same page with that. But see, right. this, this, this 9-11 thing, it really has people, they really playing on people's fear and people's emotions with that. Right. It's a, a, another distraction. You know right. what I mean? Nine eleven, like just the just the numbers in itself. Nine one one, like like uh, I'm gonna play that later. Nine one one is a joke. Flavor plays. Oh, that I'm going to play some music. That's going to be one of the songs I play because it's the truth. But the reality, right. man, is is nine eleven. I won't say it was a hoax because it did happen. It did happen. It just didn't happen the way they want you to believe it happened. See, if, if, right. this pe- if the people in this country don't learn that this government is full of shit and lies to you, if they haven't learned that yet, they will never learn it. They will suck up and buy and go for any and everything this dumbass government tell them. Right. And, you know, they, they get they, – and the thing about it is, okay, you know, you feel sorry for all people that, you know, died that day. And what happened? But it seems like they every year they make something. They make it like a it's a holiday now, right? And they right. making money off of this. They making money off of this because you. Oh yeah. Right. They, they made they made they they made it out of of a museum. Okay. They, right. I mean, didn't uh, God forbid that all the people that died that they were buried apart. They just buried over that. Covered it up. Right. Some some pieces. Some people never got that. Don't even know what people were. Right? They just they just rebuild that. Covered it up, and there it is. Let, and, let me ask you something. Uh-huh. Where do you remember where you were or what you were doing when nine yeah. eleven occurred? I can tell you, and and you tell me that I'm right. I I was working at the SBC. On Area Avenue. Wow. And I was living at 609 East uh, Tioga Street. And I remember on that day, I was looking up in the sky and I was seeing a plane. I said, well, why is he he flying so crazy? And that was about a half an hour before that happened. I was looking up and this, this plane was riding crazy. And I heard, I saw it on the news, and I thought it was a movie. I said, what kind of movie is this? And I, I, I couldn't believe it. And to the day, it's still, it's still uh, sitting chills in my spine, seeing them people jumping out the, 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 all the windows and, and the buildings and, 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 and nothing you can do. Nothing. You felt helpless. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I actually, I actually said, uh, 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 said tears for them people because it was like, hey, this is our people. Everybody's, everybody's family. That you can do. 
I, and it's I, going I remember, to I, I remember distinctly I was teaching at the time. Right. And I was dreading getting up for work. And I cut right. the TV on before I got up. Right. And I just decided I wasn't going to work that day. And I didn't go to work that day. And I seen it all unfold. I even seen, I remember seeing Bush sitting in there reading to the kids when it right. all, all was going on. And when they whispered in his ear, he had a look on his face like, okay, everything going according to plan. No alarm, no, no, no CIA saying, come on, we got to go, we got to, none of that. He just sat right. there like everything is going according to plan. And he, never, he didn't leave right away. Now, right. you are the president of this country. You are the one who dictates what occurs next, and you're not budging. Right. Now, see, here's something else that people don't know. George W. Bush, excuse me, was kicked out of, I think, the Navy. Him right. Right. and his bull. His bull by the name is J.R. Bad, B-A-T-H, James R. Bad. Both were kicked out. What people don't know is James Bad got wealthy by selling an airplane to Osama bin Laden's father. Right. And Bush and Bad opened up their own little company, and bin Laden and them backed it. His dad, Osama bin Laden's father, backed it. See, people don't know what happens behind the scenes. All they know is what happened in the forefront. And that's where they play on your intelligence, your emotions, and your fear. Because if you don't know what's happening behind the curtain, you know, for instance, we all seen Five Heartbeats. Right. We all seen the new edition story. You know, right. they fighting in the back behind the curtains, but the moment the lights and they come on stage, they go out on stage and perform like nothing happened behind the scenes. But then right. later you will see the video or the audio of what happened behind the scenes before the show. And people are like, wow, I didn't even know that was going on back there. No, you didn't. And that's the same thing happened with this 9-11 thing. You have no idea of what happened behind the scenes. All you know is what the media is telling you. Well, let me tell you this, people. Media fights for wrong rights. That's the one thing Trump got right. Media fights for wrong rights. They tell you what they want you to know. Right. They don't and, tell and, you exactly what it is. And, and, and you know something about that? Come to think about it, come to think about it, didn't Biggie say something about the, the uh, blow up like the World Trade before it happened? No, he, I think he said that after it. it had, that happened afterwards, I believe. Matter of fact, you know what? No, it was you know before. Because that happened in 2001 and... Um, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to research that. You know why? Because Pac died in 96, and I think Big died like a year later, so you might be right. Right. You might be right. Right. Like the world's face. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. That might have happened beforehand. Right. You know what I mean? But that's that's wild. That's deep right there. It is deep. That's deep right there. You know what I mean? But he probably meant blow up like, you know, how big it is or something. You know what I mean? I don't know, but... Wow, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Because I don't look at Biggie as a prophet at all. Yeah, 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 me neither. But you remember that movie? What was that movie with Denzel Washington? 
and there was a terrorist, and they, and, and they blew up the World Trade Center. And it was, Is it, it was Manchurian just, Candidate? Uh, was, was that it? I'm not sure. I, I know it is a movie like that, but I, I'm not sure if that was the exact movie. Exactly just like what happened. I couldn't well, remember that movie. Well, what I want you to do, sir, stay on the line. Um, right. I'm going to bring a couple other callers in, but I want you to stay on, mute your phone, and right. um, I'm going to bring a couple other people on to discuss this before we mm-hmm. turn the tables into which, what the hell is wrong with our people and this, and this murder that we, we – this genocide that we're creating for ourselves. Why everybody mourning our 11 Somali family is mourning a, 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 another young black soul that just was taken. And we're going to talk about the, the cop. Who, the white cop who killed the black young boy on a motorcycle, on a dirt bike, and then the FOP leader caused the Black Lives Matter movement uh, rabbit animals. You know what I'm saying? We're going to discuss a little bit of all of that because they're putting it right in our face right now. If we don't band together soon, we're going to be extinct like the dinosaurs. I swear I, I swear to God. People out there in Radio Land, 724-444-7444. Dial that number. Put in that call ID, 143133-POUND. Hit one pound if you just want to listen, and hit star eight if you want to communicate and, and converse about this situation that's going on now and other and other things that we're going to discuss tonight. But let me turn my attention right now to DJ Chill. You on the line, good brother? Yeah, man. All right, I see, I see, uh, I believe that's, uh, my girl, uh, Lady T, in the building. I got you in a minute, Lady T. I'm going to unmute you, mute yourself, and then I'm going to call for you in a minute, love. But uh, good looking out on, on coming through tonight. Uh, DJ Chill, what's your thoughts on 9-11, man? Hey, hey man. Hey. Yo, um, shoot. It's, it's, it's the situation. Because some people, the stuff that I heard, such as 3,000 people actually had a nerve to sit up there and call up to work at the same daggone time. How the hell do you do that? How do you get all these people to call out and work on one single day? Or four thousand. How how is that possible? And and prestigious people, like really, like people got money. People. I wonder if the cooks or the people that's doing housekeeping called out for work also. They, it, it, it's a shame that people had it, you know, passed away. But I guess now we're being taught to be. We're being taught to die, basically. One of them is if you look at the daggone hurricane that just happened. Do you actually believe they had a nerve to say, no, you can't get your bags, even if you had your medicine in the bags? <laughs> Especially the elderly people. Sometimes they need that medicine. They're like, look, look, you just got to go. So with 9-11, it's kind of sad, but it's kind of a shame that 
a government or whoever will actually let people just die like that. The plane, I don't know how in the world, in the world, I don't know how in the world could planes just get that close without nobody notifying them. Nobody saying, hey, by the way, you know, do you know the plane is not going the same area it's supposed to go? Is it, is it possible you can notify the police? Nobody, come on, man. <laughs> so, then out of all the things in the world that make a runoff sentence, you make 9-11. And I, I think they do a lot of things with the numbers, but 16 years. But there's other things that happen in life that they don't bring back, you know, in 16 years. Especially people that's of color. They don't bring that, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they, don't, they don't make it a a fragrance. Because basically what's going on now is like a fragrance. You got to smell it every day. You got to smell it every year. You got to be reprogrammed. Oh, I should not have said that. Damn, that's, that's a bad uh, word. Talk about it. Talk about it. Reprogrammed. No, we're like, in trouble, man. No, listen, we got a caller. Y'all, we got a caller. <laughs> man, try to get me in trouble, boy. Stop making me think I get in trouble. Well, that's what we want you to do at On Point. You know what I mean? You already know. You are On Point. So, you know, we want people to think. You know what I mean? But let me let me, let me, me stay on that line right there since you don't want to get in trouble. Let me get Miss let's, let's Tia's queen. I mean, not Miss Tia's queen. Lady T. The T is killing me. But, uh, Lady T, let me get Lady T on the line right now. Hey, hey, brother. How you doing? How you doing? It's the whole point. How are you? I I just really feel like you're trying to get me back from when I first, you know, was adopted into the family, and I think one day I mixed (laughs) you, and, you know, I'm start. if you want a reaction out of me, just keep up the good work is all I'm saying, and we're just going to move right along. Um, (laughs) 9-11, let's talk about it. Um, right. You know, that's crazy. I can remember, uh, where was I? I can't, I know that I was in class. That's where I was at. I was in class, and then um, they ended up shutting the school down and left me, all the, you know, students leave. And um, I never really had, an like, a clear observation of that moment. In that moment, I, my only person perception of it came from what I had been taught from my religious background as far as the end times. So when it happened, not that I wasn't a little bit frightened or a little, you know, timid, but in all reality, I was like, okay, this is something that I've been taught to be prepared for. So I'm not going to, you know, overdo my anxiety because I feel like obviously this was supposed to happen because that's what I was taught. So then, you know, moving forward, I start to, you know, gain knowledge and not from school. I think that, you know, sidebar, my ADD kicked in. Last night I had a conversation with a woman who was and is an addictions counselor as well as a um, therapist for transitioning youth as well as young adults. And she was talking to me about this young brother who basically wanted to be a sovereign citizen. 
and was saying, you know, he's tired of getting played and all these things that's happening in the world. He's not signing his, his government name anymore. You know, he's going to claim his sovereignty and all this stuff that's going on in the world is a malarkey and he doesn't want to be deal, dealing with it. So much respect to her. You know, he wasn't going to sign something. So she basically, when she was talking to me, she didn't know where my stance was. And she's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to stop my services. You know, this boy, I was going to get him to go into school. So because of the way that he felt and thought, and it was so against her feelings as far as we have to work every day, we have to go to school and go to college to be something and like to make sense. I was looking at her, I was like, wow, it's so many people that feel like because they went to school that they are knowledgeable. That's it. That's the only thing that can make you knowledgeable. Prior to me going to school, I promise you, Mr. On Point, they used to tell they used to tell me I got degrees, that I had degrees. Oh, you're good. I first out of high school, you know, a little bit older, going working at law firms, working at, you know, um uh credit card places. They'd be like, Oh, well you have a degree, so it's fine, you can articulate yourself. I had not even really stepped into college yet. When I did go it was like, you know, basics. But that's what they put with knowledge and intellect. They put a school and a degree behind it. So I think so many people who do um, plug in, what what Chill was talking about, unplugging, when they do plug in, it is just as much a condition as when we plug into, you know, our our faith that we are raised in or when we plug into when we do go to high school and college and we learn these things, this is what we, I'll use this term loosely, will all hit. And it's like that's not right. So 9-11 was one of those things that I feel like are this place that we, this country that we live in was built off of, which is one, creating a phenomenon that continues, a continual phenomenon that creates fear in people. When we feel like that there is a dictatorship above us and we feel like that by any means of the point of their finger, we can just vanish, then we give away our power that we really do obtain. But that's what this country was built off of. That's why we have so much social media. That's why Industrial Revolutionary did happen because they needed distractions from what we originated under, which was family, um, togetherness, community, unity, and blackness, you know what I mean? Like just keeping it real before we had to, you know, be colonized and, and come together, that's what would help us together and that's what really was the force behind and in front of these mofos that's coming for us. But when they give us these distractions, and we'd be like, squirrel, you know what I mean? Like it, it distracts you. Then we're distracted, and then we're not buffeting. We're going to school and getting information, but we're not reading books and, and experiencing and getting knowledge. So we just are in this stairmaster to heaven, on this stairmaster, like, oh, we're getting up there. Oh, yeah, I'm tired. Like, no, you're really not going anywhere. Right. So having, like I said, these conversations with these people who do have knowledge because of their degrees, like I say, we always say we never take away degrees from you, but there's more. Before that there was an institution to get these degrees, we just learned on our own through experience and, and writing our own books and, and our generate our uh, ancestors would teach us. It was writings on the walls, and we right. sat still with one another. So. That's what I feel about it. You done made me mad. I need to calm down. You need to got me cool. hyped. Then I did my job. <laughs> then I did my job. Because you did your job. I want everyone to be just as mad as I am. Well, first of all, we're not mad. Dogs get mad. Nah, dogs get mad. We ain't mad. We're angry. Yeah. 
we're upset. We're disappointed. You know what I mean? But, but you're absolutely right. I agree with you 110%. No matter I, the two degrees I got plus that little college, I mean, that little high school diploma, it really means nothing. I will say this. College opened my eyes. So yeah. It definitely did that, but not in the way that they might want to take credit for. I was right. talking to nigga twice by the same white girl in college and told if I would have did anything and retaliated, I would have been put out. I was the uh, black student leader, the black student union president. You know what I mean? I went through the ranks from second vice president to vice president to president. You know what I mean? It opened up a world for me that I I, I, I had to change myself. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it, it was like, it was a different, it wasn't North Philly. You know what I mean? When you stuck, and this is one of the reasons I tell people all the time, I don't go down North Philly like that no more. It ain't because I think I'm too good or I forgot where I came from. It's because I don't want to be around people who are stagnant. I can't move further if I'm in the same position standing there with you. Watching my little cousins do the same thing that we did when I was that age, that's not good for me. Like Jay-Z said, I ain't tell you to sell drugs. I did that. So you wouldn't have to go through that. You see what I'm saying? Like the stuff that I did in my life, we supposed to tell these children, no, I don't move like that. I did it so that you don't have to. I got in all of the trouble so I could tell you that ain't the way to go. Instead, our old heads is encouraging it. But even back then, you know, the old heads would encourage some of the old heads that was into that life would encourage the young person because they'd tell you, quick, yeah, you'll be out in no time. But if I do it, I'm going to do some time. So you go ahead, you do it, you'll be out. You're a minor. And I, and I look back on that, man, I'm like, man, that was fucked up. He used the shit. He was, he was using the shit out of us as young people. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I agree with you 110%. I don't care how many degrees you have. There are people out here who just read books and get knowledge of self, knowledge for self, you know what I'm saying, and didn't touch a classroom or a higher education. Let's put it that way. And this is articulate, this is intellectual, this is intelligent. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter about your degrees. That just means the more degrees you have, the more deeper your your and massage your conditioning is, actually. That's how I view it. You know, but um, DJ Chell, I never did stay on the line, uh, Lady T, because I definitely want to come back to you. But, DJ Chill, I never did ask you, where were you at when 9-11 occurred? Do you remember? Where you were at or what you were doing? Um, damn. That is a good question. I was... Where the hell was I? I remember... I... I think I was at the house. I remember seeing on TV, and I was like, man, get the hell out of here. I don't know. I can't remember where I was at. That's a hard question to answer right about now because um, I know it was amongst people. I just can't remember exactly where, but I know it kept on being shown over and over and over and over. And then now to the point 
Well, I just saw it today, but they actually showed something called the voices of 9-11 and all the people that was, you know, talking and calling from their phones and wishing wishing their family members their last goodbyes. And it's like, oh, my God, they're, like, really sinking it in your soul. Like, yo, I want you to to hear. I want you to see people flying in the air. I want you to see. And it's like, this is what we coming to? Like, we want to see death. We want it. We want it. <laughs> Get used to people dying. And so, hey, this is not good radio unless you got the person actually saying on their last breath that they, they're dying and, they, and their head explodes. That's a good show right there, buddy. Wow. We want to pray for the, the family members, but we're going to at least play this one more time. People, this is going to be a graphics, you know, realization of what it was, and we're just going to pay the family members. We're going to give them about $100,000. But this one, we just wanted you to see this just one more time. This could happen to you. And we're like, get the hell out of here. So I really don't remember, but I'm looking at some of the things they're doing now, and it just brings those family members back into realization of, that my family is really just a number. Or do they actually, is it to the point now where it's though for you to become noticed or, or recognized, you have to die in a, in a way that you can be labeled to be on TV? Because if that's the case, whoa! People about yeah. to get a whole bunch of stuff on September 23rd if that's going to be the case. Because I think September 23rd, something about to go down. I don't even like, look, I heard all the plans supposed to get all the line, but God knows with these daggone hurricanes and these fires, I'm just telling everybody, imagine if it happens at the same time, or imagine we just be cornered. You say, hey, hurricane is over this side, but there's another one over this side, so you got to stay where you're at. Just die. You can leave, or if you do, there's a hurricane over this way and there's an earthquake over that way. Yay. Or if that's the case, it's a fire on that side, but there's a bacteria or a pollution or maybe a whatever on that side. So if you go that way, you might have to forget about it. I don't know, man. Wow. New awakening. I'm, I'm gonna say this, but before I, before I go to this, I can't believe you said that. Um, people out there, if you want to be a part of this on point movement, know that on point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Again, it's an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. And make no mistakes about it, man. We are the people that are in that station. We are here for the people. We are about the people. You know what I mean? Our people. You know what I'm saying? We are in the community. This is what we do, man. Um, giving back is what we pride ourselves on doing. And and On Point Radio is one way of giving back. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, Facebook is On Point Enterprises. On Point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-G-I-Z. Reach out to us. You can follow us on Instagram, team underscore on point 215. Again, that's team, T-E-A-M, underscore, on point, 215. On Twitter, it's at team on point. We're on Twitter, at team on point. You can go to our website.
com. You can also give us a call or a text at 267-417-ONPT. That's on point, 267-417-6678. Or you can actually shoot us an email with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to have discussed. Shoot us an email, onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, that's onpoint215 at gmail.com. And don't forget, Saturday, October 21st, we have a comedy show coming back. We're back, and we're doing a big neon glow dance party and comedy show. Come on out. You know what I mean? Throw your bright colors on. I know what time of the season is. That's why I want to make it different. You know what I mean? You want to dress up in Halloween costumes, so throw your neon lights and your neon colors and come on out and party in them black lights. You know what I mean? Shine bright. You know what I mean? October 21st, that's a Saturday, 8 p.m., doors open, 9 o'clock, showtime. We go on to about 1, 1.30, 2, something like that. You know what I mean? We have Dark Child. We have uh, John Phillips, uh, Eddie Bryant, and CJ out of New Jersey. Ah, Lady T, we got one of your own over in the building. You know what I mean? So we we definitely going to be doing it big at the Platinum Grill up in Chestnut Hill, 7719 Crittenden Street. Make sure you holler at us for them tickets, man. We out here. We're about to start giving out tickets. It's still early in the game. We have a little over a month. But we're about to start doing giveaways on air. I'm not going to say when. I'm just going to announce it for those people that's calling. When you call in, you're just going to get surprised. That's how we do it here. You know what I mean? But, um, but, but go back to what you were saying, DJ Chill. The reality is, it's almost like you don't know what's true and what's false, what's real and what's fake today. You know, you don't know if the hurricane is an act of the creator or an act of the wannabe creator because they've been trying to play God for so long that they really believe they're God. So that 5% of say I'm God, and you'll hear everybody cry blasphemy. But, yeah, everybody want to play God. You know, it's it's crazy, but we're not even going to discuss that because one thing I'm learning not to discuss with especially black folk is religion because, again, we are so, like Lady T said, we are so conditioned so deeply into what we're taught in faith that logic don't even play a part no more. It's just all faith. Nah, man, you got to have some logic with your faith, though. I'm just here to tell you that. But, um, Mr., I can't believe he said that. I know you on the line, brother. People out there, 724-444-7444 is that number. Now that call ID, 143-133-POUND. Hit that one pound of listener. Hit that star eight to chime in and communicate with us on the 9-11 situation that we're talking about. Um, Mr., I can't believe he said that. If you could hold one second, good brother, we have a caller, and then I'm coming right back to you. Let's take this caller. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with Joe's Mr. I can't, I don't know what it is. Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. Mr. Ooh. I can't believe said that. I will be back to you. Um, who we on the line with? It's me, Wonder Dre. You don't know your name? Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I, I was about to say no, Dad, but then I changed my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, lady? How are you today? I mean, I'm I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I'm not, you know, I'm just chilling. I'm in my, you know, in my mode. I'm just, you know, who I am. 
How are you today? I hear you. Oh, I'm doing okay. Doing well. Had a long day, but I'm hanging. <laughs> but well, I wanted to call us for some support. And I see you talking about 9-11. Um, yeah. yeah. As far as where I was at, um, my son had just went, he was in preschool at the time. And I had um, just dropped him off at school. And then I get the message later on that they're getting out of school early. And I'm like, wow. Now I got to go all the way back on the bus to go get home. But now I'm a little nervous because I'm like, I don't know whether or not it's going to be something crazy going on in Philadelphia. So, you know what I mean? For them to cancel school like that. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm rushing trying to get back to there in hopes that everything will be okay. You know, getting to the schools or, you know, just coming back home from the school or whatever like that in hopes that everything will be all right. But I remember that being a scary, you know, feeling and a scary thought. And then as I got home and watched it, on TV, it was like such a horror because it seemed like a movie. Like it didn't even seem real the way everything was coming down. I was like, wow. Like I couldn't even imagine trying to figure out how to get out of there. You know, with them tall buildings like that. You at work and then all of a sudden you hear a crackle and pop and next thing you know, you just going down. And there ain't nothing you can do to save yourself. It's like, wow. So um, my heart still goes out to the families who had lost their loved ones and stuff because, you know, it's a part of history, unfortunately, that would never, ever grow old. And it's still a sensitive, you know, um, a sensitive subject or a sensitive thing, you know, to see it on TV like that, you know, and to know that people lost their lives in that situation is just terrible. Right. Right. I mean, like... I said that. I made sure I started out with that. Like, I don't want people to think that I'm not, you know, sympathetic to the people who actually um, lost their lives in that situation, because I am. But like like, like I said, you know, the one thing about this country is it does not mind sacrificing others. It won't sacrifice mm-hmm. themselves. They won't sacrifice themselves. They won't sacrifice their children. But they'll brainwash and condition patriotism and your ass to the point where you sacrificing yourself or you sacrificing your children. Right. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. and another thing I want and I want you to give me your 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 view on this, um, is the military goes I said this earlier where they go into the hood and that's where they recruit because the reason is is the unemployment rate is so low. And this is also one of the things that was mentioned in my studies uh, about 9-11. They were losing troops because they were trying to fight Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait. They were trying to fight all these different places, you know, and, and just like they are now, and spreading themselves thin. You know what I mean? So right. they needed, like, I don't know if anyone heard, but just last year, I believe it was last year or this year, they were talking about bringing back the draft for women. You know what I mean? For young ladies. Because they they don't have the numbers in the military no more. Like my daughter was scared to death last year when she heard that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I always told her about the draft and I was like, Yeah, they get the oldest one first and the the, the youngest one they leave alone. She's like, I ain't going nowhere to fight in it. You know what I mean? She was scared. You know what wow. I'm saying? But that that was talk about that. So it, it, could that be a conspiracy? They want to make people like me seem like I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? 
So could that possibly be a conspiracy where they the unemployment rate is like it is so that the government can go and recruit people for war, you know what I mean, or for the military? Because also when you look at Fahrenheit 9-11, they also expose the veterans thing. How they always say, you know, we'll take care of you, this, that, and the third. But once you lose your legs and your limbs and all that in the war and they send you back over here, they never forgot about you. That's a lot of homeless people. Go ahead. Right. Not just that. They don't even want to take care of you. They don't even want to give you the benefits. They right. had them sitting there fighting for it, going back and forth to court. You know that they was, they did peacetime or they did something for their country, you know, and then you don't want them to fight for the benefits after they done lost their limbs and, you know, their legs and their feet and their arms and stuff like that. And it's like, come on. Like, right. how are you not going to, you know, pay them out for that? And, and, and it's funny because it was a brother um, – and 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 when we were watching Fahrenheit 9/11 today, it was a brother. First of all, it was a bunch of white soldiers that was talking, and they was like, "Yeah, they over here shoot caller. We see you online. I got you in a minute." They like, "Yeah, you see, they we come over here. We trying to help them, and they shooting at us." And I'm like, "Yo, we trying to help y'all." And then when we don't do nothing, they like, "Where was y'all at?" He's like, "One of the white boys was like, man, I hate this country." Wow. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Well, and the other one was like. The other one, the other white boy was like, yeah, you don't know if you're coming or going sometime, man. He's like, you don't know if you're going to be shot or if you're going to have to shoot somebody. He said, one thing for certain, though, when you take a life, it definitely takes some of the life out of you. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. And then that's the, the truth. Boy, yeah. Then the black boy was like, Michael Moore said, if they called you back, he was a Marine. In his uniform and all, he said, if they called you to go back over to Iraq, would you go? The black boy said, no. He said, why not? He was like, I'm not going to allow nobody else to send me. I'm not going to allow nobody to send me ever again somewhere to kill poor people. I'm poor. Wow. You know what I mean? He was like, people who grew up in areas that look just like where I'm from. He was like, I'm not allowing that no more. He said, well, what's the penalty for that? Ain't this like some jail time? He was like, yeah, some jail time, maybe. He's like, and you don't you don't care about that? He's like, you wouldn't go back? He's like, no, nah, I take my chances with the job. See, wow. even in that, you can see the difference in the ideology and thought process of a white person versus a black person. And I, and I, and I had my daughter sit here and watch that for that very reason. Their way of thinking is far different from ours. They are so engulfed in the patriotism, you know what I mean, that is ridiculous where we actually think off of logic more so right. than we do emotion, where they think off a whole lot of emotion. They don't think logically at all. Well, they trying to kill us. We're going to kill them. I hate them anyway. You don't even know them to hate them. You don't even know why you hate them. You just know what the government is telling you to hate them for. But they ain't even telling you that they lay in the bed with them. Mm. I see. You see what I'm saying? So, right. so while everybody over here putting up their post of, yeah, don't forget 9-11, never forget 9-11, how about you learn about 9-11? Right. And how can you forget? I mean, it's on every station. <laughs> you will be reminded. <laughs> I mean, not only that, but how you how can you forget when 911 isn't better than your brain anyway when you got to call a cop or the ambulance or, you know what I mean? Like, come on. How about that? Now, yeah. now, let me ask you that real quick, because we have a caller, too. So I want to ask you that. 
What are your thoughts on the fact that it happened on 9-11? Because they tried to say that Bush was briefed on Osama bin Laden plotting to do this on 9-11. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And he didn't even look at the, 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 the files that, you know, the CIA was trying to give him or none of that. But what do you think about that, that it just so happened to happen on 9-11? Why couldn't it happen on 9-10 or 9-12 or 9-15? I- what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Personally, I think that that was planned. I think Bin Laden had a had a plan and, and you know, meant that for some type of statement or purpose. And there was definitely a purpose. What the purpose was, I really, well, think about it. 9-11, that's 9-1-1, emergency. So there was some type of statement that probably was, you know, meant behind that. And that's, that's where I, I got to disagree with you. Really? I, I agree with you to disagree with you. I believe this country put that in plan to play on the people's emotions, fear. Because wow. the guy don't give a fuck about 911. He probably don't even know. Well, I'm sure he do. He, not a, he wasn't a dumb dude. But... I mean, he would do 911 mean to him doing it on 911. See, that's something that only these people would do. They would think that far along to do that. See, you got to think, man. We got to think. We talking about the people who stole a whole people from a whole other continent, took their language, took their culture, replaced it, came over here, took the people's land. Took, like, they always operate ahead of time. They're ahead of the game. So that is something I think that they did because, like I said, and we're going to take this caller because I want to ask this caller this question too. The way those towers fell, they fell too perfectly. They collapsed like a demolition. Anybody out there ever seen a project when they get ready to tear them down and they blow it up? And they bring them down. You see how perfectly the towers fall? That is exactly how 9-11 fell. This is why that so-called conspiracy thing where the owner, Silverstein, of the towers, that he, listen, Drake, I don't know if you heard this part of the show, but he got, he took out two months before 9-11, he took out a terrorist insurance policy. Oh, wow. He was awarded $4,550,000 million dollars after 9-11. Wow. No one seems to think it's something wrong with that picture. Who the hell can be more terrorist than a country who done war with everybody? Who can be more terrorist than somebody who comes in and takes a whole land, you know what I mean, runs the whole people off, go get a whole other people and make them work? Who can be more terrorist than that? Who can be more gangster, more vicious than that? No one. Now, there are people that can be pissed at people like that and say, we're going to get your ass. And (laughs) rightfully so. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb on air and say, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Because if you keep coming in my house and robbing it, and I keep on giving you a chance, and I keep saying, yo, just chill, just stay out of here, at some point, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to get your heads. Come back in here. Mm-hmm. But wow. see, we don't think off a of logic. We, we let this government control us that much. 
Let's take this call. I wonder, Dre, I don't know if you can stay on, but I hope you can stay on. Um, Ms. Uh, Lady T, please, if that's star eight, because I see you back, come back. We're going to take this caller, and um, okay. I'm going to come back to all our hosts. No problem. On Point Radio, Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. Who we on the line with? It's Miss Automatic Charismatic and Viper Network. Um, I just, uh, amazing topic that you have, I must say. Uh, how, how is everybody doing? First of all, how, how y'all doing? And, um, you know, I, I would love to speak on the uh, 9-11. The bike is yours, uh, bro. 9-11. To me, that's symbolic. Uh, it's symbolic, and the reason why I say it's symbolic because there was an emergency that happened. The numbers that we call for emergency is 911. And you had police officers and uh, firefighters and people in the ambulance all came down there that you call 911 too. Absolutely. Now, uh, a lot of people, I do not. Well, let me say, let me let me digress. This, you are absolutely right when you said that uh, there has been murder to take this territory in America, and I agree a hundred percent. But let me digress that. Uh, what the Latin did, I don't approve of. Uh, but I don't let the government off the hook either because I believe that these government agencies knew about it before it even happened. So can you be guilty uh, just by knowing what's happening and not prepare people for what's happening, for what's about to go down? This government intelligence that, that we have here, and that, this, this so-called government, and you know they knew about it. They knew about it. Um, I believe this was a planet, this well-planned. This was a way to go to Iraq and take uh, oil from them. You got to remember that Bush was uh, came from an oil rig uh, company, um, company in, uh, in Texas. You know, I think it was Dallas, Texas or something like that. Yeah, oil uh, uh, company. Uh, the war in Iraq should never. The war in Iraq should never happen because we're not. Why? Why would you chase Saddam Hussein? They had nothing. They say he harbored terrorists. Where America has harbored terrorists for years. I'm talking about ruthless slave owners. Slave owners were terrorists to, right. to black people. They have how, how dare you say harbored terrorists when this country has harbored slave owners. Uh, now, and and it comes back to the hypocrisy of where America um, states. America harbors terrorists. If you are a police officer and you're shooting uh, unarmed, uh, uh, well, mostly black people, uh, and you shoot them unarmed, that's harboring terrorists. That's 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 ter- creating ter- creating terror means to create fear, to scare. Right. To to uh, make harm, right? 
That's what a terrorist do. When you are when you are when you have KKK in America, you're not you will they will dismantle or bless and equipped, but they are never dismantle KKK. You got government. You got why? Well, you got people in the government that work in the get from the KKK. Remember the uh, the uh, police officers were really the first uh, badge were slave. They were uh, there to capture slaves, the overseer. Right. Yeah. So when we talk, listen, now let me get back to nine eleven. It was wrong to put those flames in the building. Okay. If, uh, you know, if I'm sworn in to do diligence of a country, my job is to, is to, is to make people aware of what's going on, not hide information, especially you talking about a, a building such as uh, two buildings as the Twin Towers and the Pentagon. People, our government officials have died who have sworn in and and, um, and and done diligence in the government have died because the government did not give up the information. So they, so they are guilty. They are guilty too. But did you and hear? Then, did you hear why? Did you Did you hear the show when I told you why they did? Well, I already know it's well planned to, to, to make. You have to have an attack to have an excuse for war. Well, it wasn't, yes. it wasn't even it wasn't even that it wasn't even that it was the fact that uh, Bin Laden and Bin Laden's family and Bush family were close. Oh, so yeah, when yeah. that plane, yeah. when that terrorist, when that I'm not even going to say terrorist, when that plane situation, and I and I'm not going to blame Bin Laden for that plane situation either because I don't know that. What I do know is there was a man who took out an insurance policy on that building and got paid hefty. Four billion five hundred and fifty thousand uh, million dollars. So that in itself can tell me he could have had somebody fly a plane into that just so he can collect. I don't. Uh, I, that's how I look at it. So I'm not going to. Well, I, 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 now, I, I, what I will what I will say though is the reason why I'm saying I won't say the Laden is because think about it. When that happened, the Laden had family members over here living here. They allow all of them to get on the plane with no question asked, they were not allowed to be questioned by anyone, and they allowed them to go back. When do you? When have you ever seen that? If I accused you That's of true. flying planes and, and my territory and killing people, why would I let your family go? That's 100% true. That's what I say to me, and you're and you right, uh, uh, self. It's all about, I believe it's all in the conspiracy because the Latin actually said that he had something to do with it. He actually said that. But I don't think he was by himself. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he was just, see, to coordinate, you can't do that by yourself. You have to have some inside help, too. Yeah, but Bin Laden took credit for a lot of stuff that he didn't do. So he would just yeah. say he did it just to piss people off. No, he did and got killed in the process. Yeah, um, yeah. So I agree with you with you and Twin have said. Um to, for the most part. 
I, I agree. I totally agree. I think that, uh, and and we need to learn from 9-11. Let me say this. If the, the people who check back, they should have been people who work for the government. The people who check bags are paying people like $8 an hour. Why do you right. not? That should have been a government-type job to check right. bags. But, like, you should at least get about $14, $15 an hour to check bags because it's a high-security risk on the airplane. You should never pay nobody no low minimum wage to uh, check no baggage. Right. You know? We, we we definitely appreciate you, you know, calling in. Um, hang around. You know what I mean? Um, we going to have other discussions, a couple other discussions, but before we close out this nine eleven thing, I wanna get Mr. I can't believe he said that uh point. You know what I mean? Um on this. Mr. I can't believe he said that. Peace and power king, what's going on with you, bro? What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? What's good? Ain't nothing, man. I already know we like two minds. That think alike, man. So I already know where you're about to go at with it. But what's your views on this 9-11 that should have happened on 9-10 or 9-12 if they wanted me to really believe it? Well, first and foremost, how in the hell you going to tell me 16 years later, I need to remember 9-11, but you want, to forget, you want me to forget about them hanging and killing blacks? and the slaughtering of black people in the streets today. You don't want me to remember that, right. but you want me to remember 9-11. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, what was that, the show, right? I mean, I heard the comment you made earlier. Somebody said, oh, that's a lot of fucks. Well, I promised the fucking critics I wouldn't say fuck them for six minutes. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, how about that? Now, back to the topic at hand. You know what I mean? First and foremost, see, Bin Laden ain't had nothing to do with none of this. Because if that was the case, on July 17th, they wouldn't have rushed him into a hospital. How you can't find a six-foot-six Saudi Arabian man that need dialysis? Right. Now, he never, even if you pull it up today, Bin Laden's war crimes, 9-11 ain't on there. Remember the first time the world tra- when when Biggie was talking about blow up like the World Trade, that was Timothy McVeigh and them that went and right. bombed the World Trade Center at the at the garage. Oklahoma. But they said, yeah, in Oklahoma. But well, what did they say? Oh, it looks like the work of Osama bin Laden. He had nothing to do with that. All your terrorists is here. I agree. So you expect me to believe that y'all was tracking these terrorists? For months and months and months, and then two days leading up to it, you lost them? Really? See, you you got to understand the, 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 the nonsense that they put in front of you, right? Now, I want the people to hear me and hear me loud and clear. It is about God, but not about the God in which we think. See, it's about the world's God. The world's God is the gold, the oil, and the drugs. That's their mm-hmm. God. And that that's what they're concerned about. Yeah. You know, that paper money that don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Isn't it ironic that 
this so-called country was trying to get from under the thumb of England, but then wants to put everybody under their thumb? The bully so you got to look at the bully. Right. You see, you have to look at everything that the media puts in front of you, right? People think, you know, PR means public relations. No, it's propaganda rollout, right? You want us to remember 9-11, but do you not remember the Arizona Cardinal football player, Tilden, they gave up his football salary to go over and fight in the war against Afghanistan, which was subsequently killed after he sent letters back home to his wife and his parents saying that we ain't fighting no war over here. They got us guarding poppy fields. What do they need poppy fields for, people? Mm-hmm. That's opium. You need that for heroin. Mm-hmm. See, it's all about, you know what I mean? They're they trying to steal the gold. They want to they wanted deplete. We, we have oil refineries and, and, and oil all in Texas. So why we need to buy oil from Iraq and Iran? So we go over there and try and take that over. See, there you go, your gold and your oil. Poppy fields, they're trying to get the drugs. They want you to believe that this was a terrorist act. But see, now I'm going to ask the people a question. Do you know what the first biochemical war was? Now, a lot of people talk about, oh, well, what was it? When we dropped the bomb on Hiroshima? No, genius. Remember, the pilgrims gave the Indians smallpox and blankets. Uh See, the country was founded on greed and corruption. It ain't going to build, it ain't going to breed nothing different. They've been pulling the wool over our eyes for years. We got to do better. We got to educate ourselves. Overstand. History repeats itself until you learn from it. They're going to continuously do this. And in reference to 9-11, back when we had the Cuban Missile Crisis, the government was trying to do some type of defense act where they presented the president the Twin Towers in the crosshairs. This was back in the, in the 70s and 80s. And they said, oh, no, it's unbelievable. They were going to hijack a plane back then full of college students supposedly going on spring break, land the plane, send up a drone plane, and have it shot down and say it was full of uh, college kids that was vacationing. Can I ask you a question? You just brought up a good point, which we didn't discuss. We were too busy discussing 9-11. Let's talk about the Pentagon. If somebody wanted to fly the plane into the Pentagon, why would they fly it into the front bricks when they could have dropped it right overhead, right into the building, if they really wanted to terrorize and kill people and make a statement? And how is it that the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania 
minutes later after the World Trade Center went down. They said that the terrorists held them up with box cutters. When have you ever seen a terrorist, quote-unquote terrorist, from these countries carry box cutters? They carry guns. And the, the passengers supposedly took them down with box cutters. Well, if they took them down with box cutters, shouldn't the pilot still been able to fly that plane? See, a lot of stuff, if people just think about it, it just don't make sense. It don't make, there's no logic to it. Well, see, but that's when you're listening to the story, you're just hearing emotion. You're just going to start feeling emotion. What's your thoughts on that? Well, see, uh, once again, I promised the fucking critics I wouldn't say fucking for six minutes. Six minutes is up. See, stop. They got to stop with the bullshit. Right? Okay? Now, if you want to investigate what I'm saying any further, right, you said Fahrenheit, you said Fahrenheit 9/11, right? Is the movie that you watched, right? The documentary. Why one don't of you the to documentaries. Watch one of the documentaries. All right. See, my favorite documentary is called Loose Change. I've seen that. I've Where seen the book breaks down everything. Right. I see. Okay. That. The alleged path that the plane took to go to the Pentagon experience. Pilots could not make that turn in that type of plane. It's documented. It's documented. Right. Okay? Now, it hit the part of the Pentagon, Pentagon that was only that, only, that section right there was the only section of the Pentagon that could withstand a plane hit like that. Exactly. Right? Now, I want you to look at the footage of where it hit the Pentagon. I want you to look at the size of the hole that's there. That's only as wide as the body of an airplane. Where's the wings with the motor, the tail? Where's all of that at? Did it fold up and go into that space? I think not. With all these high digital cameras that we have, how is it that only thing that you see is a blur going into the Pentagon? Wasn't no plane. Absolutely. When George Bush Sr., his plane crashed, right, they were showing that when it hit the light poles, it only broke the top of the light pole. How is it when this plane crashed into the Pentagon, it snatched light poles out of the ground? Doesn't happen that way. Right? And as you said earlier, how the towers went down as a controlled demolition. Right? Well, Tower 7, the, the, the little building on the side, wasn't struck by a plane, so why did that collapse? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know this, but the New York State, the New York, the New York State as a whole, underneath the other small building, that was where they stored all the confiscated drugs and money from drug dealers, and raids, arrests, and everything. They ain't found none of that. Because it was already moved. 
Now, the question you should ask yourself is, they said when the plane hit the tower and people got off the elevator, the marble was off the wall and the windows were blown out. Well, this happened on the 60-something floor. How did it affect the ground floor? And then you had somebody say, oh, fireball came down the elevator shaft. Not. Elevators are hermetically sealed. No air travels through there unless you have an opening at the top and the bottom. Why do you think when you get on the air, when you get on the elevator and you go up so many floors, your ears close up? Fireball cannot move through there unless it's an opening at the top and an opening at the bottom. If you doubt me, go back, because we all grown. Watch the movie Backdraft. It shows you how fire moves. It needs oxygen and a lot of it to breathe. Also, during the documentaries, they tell you two weeks before 9-11, they had security staff doing 12-hour shifts with bomb-sniffing dogs. Two weeks before the attacks, everybody's overtime got cut off, and they brought a demolition crew in just to check the structure of the building. Check the structure of the building? Yeah. They planted the explosives to bring down the towers. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like $4,550,000,000 worth of bullshit. Hey, listen. I'm going to keep it a bean with you, Larry Silverstein. If you was getting paid $4.5 billion, would you give a damn who you killed if you ain't know him? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You put $14 million of your own money to make sure you got the 99-year lease in Mm -hmm. July. By the end of October, you just came up $4.5 billion. That's a hell of an investment. Let's start there. Who even gives you a 99-year lease? (laughs) And if you look at a picture of the boy, he like 70. Yeah, you don't even live for ninety nine years. Like how do you how do you who gives you a ninety nine year lease? It makes no sense. And like you said, when it went down and Bush was in the school with the children, his chief of staff came and whispered something in his ear. If we were under attack like that, why wouldn't the Secret Service just rush in there and be like, I'm sorry, we got to cut this short. Mr. President, we exactly. need to go. Exactly. 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 That was the point I was making. He sat right. there cool, calm, and relaxed. When they told him, he said, oh, okay. Sat for another 10 minutes, then he got up. Mm-hmm. And then he had a nerve to say, yeah, I saw when the plane hit the towers. How? You wasn't even near it. You wasn't by no TV. You're supposed to be reading a book. And during that day when every flight was grounded, how come Osama bin Laden's family was the only ones allowed to leave the country? Exactly. Well, you know, you may not be, but I am, my homies, they know I'm Captain C-O-N-spiracy. If you think I'm playing, look it up yourself. I want you to Google a name. Tim Osman. T I M 
O S M A N. Bet you don't know who that is. But I'll tell you, that's Bin Laden's name when he used to work for the CIA. Mm. But you can't find this 6'6 Saudi man that got a limp because he walked with a cane and need dialysis. Uh-huh. See, and then they're going to talk about, oh, we killed him. He's been dead. That's the uh-huh. thing, you know, they going to, first of all, you need a face to fear. You got to peep what they be doing. When they went after uh, Saddam Hussein, oh, he got weapons of mass destruction. You ain't seen no weapons. But when they went in his houses and broke up the walls in his house, he had nothing but American money in there. And he wasn't charged for as many things as bin Laden, so why they put him on trial but killed bin Laden? Repeat what they put in front of you, right? And if you really think about it, if you want to be technical, how is it the government didn't know 9-11 was coming, but you had several cartoon artists on The Simpsons Show and all those little shows that already showed you the towers being blown up? The Terminator movie makes many references to 9-11. But no, they didn't plan it. It was terrorists. And after you watch the documentary called Loose Change, he will inform you that all of the people that was on the terrorist list that they say was flying the planes that allegedly died when they did this kamikaze you know, suicide mission, and they're martyred. They are law akbar when they went into the plant, the buildings and grounds and all of that. All of them are still alive overseas. They want you to remember 9-11. I see black folks out here remember 9-11. Want to be patriotic all of a sudden. Uh-huh. 9-11. Fuck 9-11. They want you to remember that. They want you to. I'm. Hey, man. I'm sorry. I. Listen, I am. I'm sympathetic for the people that died, that had nothing to do with it, that were murdered. Right. But as far as the government and the country, fuck 9/11. You want me to remember that, but you don't want me to remember that my people are being oppressed. My people are being. My, my young brothers is being slaughtered in the street. My young sisters is being raped. Like the young sister that they found in a freezer at Rosemont College this week? Yeah, how about that? You know what I'm saying? You don't want me to talk about you want you 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 want me to talk about oh we need reparations. Let's talk about the reparations that every slave owner got. Three hundred dollars per slave that he lost when slavery was abolished. Because their grounds was being ruined because they didn't have nobody to pick the cotton and the man the fields. So when they lost slaves, they got paid $300 per slave. You 
You want me to forget about my people being hung by trees, which just happened is 2017, 2015 in Virginia. They just lynched and hung a brother from a tree in Virginia. You don't want me to remember that, but you want me to remember 9-11. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense, man. Let's talk about let's talk about saving our brothers and sisters out here now. And uh, and I'm glad you said that because that's where I want to turn this to now. Um, I don't know if you and and I'm opening this up to all of the on point hosts and uh, the callers on the line. Hit star eight. Um, today, twenty second in Lehigh, another young black killed. What is going on? What is going on? Why is this occurring? Why why are more more of our people are passionate about nine eleven than we are the unjust murders that we're you know, afflicting it upon ourselves? Genocide. We're killing our own selves. We're making our own selves become distinct, uh, uh, extinct like the dinosaurs. Why is this going on? Everybody mourning and remembering 9-11, but now somebody has to remember a family member that shot dead, probably most likely over something stupid. You know what I'm saying? But what is going on with us? I want to I turn to Lady T, who just came back then. Lady T, what, what do you think about that? What is going on with us as a people that we're afflicting this genocide against ourselves? Um, I believe that radical responses come from being put in this position where you are unaware of how to respond positively. Like, for instance, if I'm in a fire um, and I can't immediately, you know, maybe put the fire out, then my radical response will be to jump out of a window. You know what I mean? So I think that sometimes for us, we don't have enough outlets. I mean, honestly, many of the um, programs that are out there to assist people who are mentally disturbed, you know what I mean, is only through welfare. And to even step foot in any of those establishments is to just you might as well not because you're getting locked up for how you have to speak to them after the way they speak to you. So you're not even going to get service because anything that you're trying to get, they're talking to you like an imbecile. So I think that many of the programs that should be in place to show people, like for, for for us and by us, the programs that can come that'll show us, you know, the things that really perpetuate these um, violent acts towards one another is because we really don't know ourselves. And things that could give them alternative responses to just putting their hands on because it may have been a generational curse, you know, that have been from their family where we don't talk about it. We just We just go at it. So these programs would assist in teaching not just the te- the kids because they're kids and you know their effects are their effects and they're going to have consequences as well but the those individuals that are um in a position where it can make a difference which are the young adults all the way up into all the way up 
So just programs like they have, um, like the Boys and Girls Club, they just need to have more organizations that are geared towards setting up, you know, seminars and um, uh, bridge gaps, um, not bridge gaps, but builders, like to bridge the gap between, you know, people who may have stopped going to school at a certain age and how to get back into it. I mean, that's the program that I have. My program is Prototype Brazil and through my program, I teach seminar um, seminars that have leadership success skills and um, details and things that assist you in, you know, understanding the qualities that you possess and also identifying those things that are in your space that could really, you know, keep you from reaching those, you know, higher heights in, within yourself. So, you know, to answer that question and to go back to to why so much killing and violence and this, that, and the third, because there's just not enough information that is giving you alternatives. The the things that are on TV for our people to watch is is nonsense. The things that are beneficial, I don't want to watch shows with a whole bunch of white people. I'm sorry, and I'm not even racist, you know what I mean? But I don't want to watch shows with a whole bunch of white people. So today I saw this excerpt with Queen Latifah who was talking about how they took Living Single off and then they freaking turned it into friends. Um, okay. You know what I mean? Like any of our shows that we had, Girlfriends, you know, any of the inspirational shows of, of A Different World, Mr. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, any of those shows that were inspirational and influential, any of our um, pillars, <clears throat> they, they knocked them out the box. It's none. Everything that we have to look to is reality TV. That's not reality. It's condition. So if you have a people that are searching for the truth and the only way that they can find it is through these social medias, which is a lie, then this is what perpetuates the violence and, and just the, the animalistic characters to try to get out is what I feel. So from what I'm hearing, you're pretty much giving them a pass on. It's pretty much how they we've been treated. So we just acted out. <clears throat> I I really honestly do believe that the the major things, the phenomenons, those things that were were major, like nine eleven, like to not remember where you were at on nine eleven, really sometimes like you know it's like really you know that was kind of major in our world. You know what I mean? It wasn't major, but it quote unquote was. But I feel like those things, those instances, these things that are put out there, these crooked cops, these, you know, um, programs that really are just set to see your business to know when it, when what date I'm coming to pick you up, brother. You know what I mean? So I do believe that these things are the major and the, the, the vertex of what it is in the reason for the violence. Yeah, of course, Some, many of the actions we can take of our own. Yes, people are crazy, yeah. I mean, and that, that happens. Of course, we're going to have some nuts. But the, the degree and the percentage and the, the multitude and the, the con, like, continual history of us killing ourselves, each other, and nothing on the positive, like, I don't know too many positive things that I can say, like, outside of when something major happens and we're riding and we're coming together, but, like, on a consistent basis, like the MOVE members and, you know, when Carmichael Stokely was around and Sonia Sanchez and all those revolutionary people that were up for the cause that built a community, Black Street, you know, Black Wall Street, just Black communities, like, we have that no more. And so those things are an effect of the responses that we do for one another, you know what I mean? The crabs and the bird, all that. 
yeah, so not an excuse. Yeah, some some of the killings are, you know, just from stupidity, but many, if not most of them are from just not having the understanding of alternative response, positive alternative effects and responses. The only effects we have is get a gun, let's go, let's get it. Like, come on. So, yeah. All right. Um, DJ Chill, same question. What's going on with us? Lady T thinks it has to do with, you know, our our systemizing, our being systemized. What is what is your view on it? That's a great gag on point. I'm, I just feel as though we just being, like I said, pre-pro- reprogrammed. <laughs> if you got, if you got, Lord, that's why y'all don't even know. <sighs> Darn it, man. I hate this happen. If you have something right that's right there in front of your face, and it is, you know, it's good to say that the, that's really the double check to everybody. But if you can program people to get used to something and to us, it's like, no, you never would do something like that. <laughs> no, there's no way in hell. I mean, that's an argument. If you was in a bar, you was in a place, you was somewhere, and somebody say, yo, guess what? I'm going to do this. Now get the hell out of here. You know you ain't going to do it. Just like what we went through. <laughs> you would say, we like, y'all, I'm going to do this. Like, Man, you know what? You crazy. Now look what we got. Weather storms. But one thing I wanted to let y'all hear that it got me very, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. It blew my mind. And it was actually coming straight from TV. Does that make sense? I don't know. But for us to be reprogrammed, why not have us programmed the right way? Why waste the time for another daggone whole bunch of years to program us to be the way that you don't want us to be? So then I heard this. I'm kind of blew my mind. Check this out. Controversy here. Let's find some. With Lionel of Lionel Media. Lionel, I know you've got your opinions about this. These computers focused on 68 key points on the human face. People nodded, blinked, moved their mouths. During this conversation, the computer was then exposed to video of the human who was speaking and could figure out how to decipher the correct response. Does this scare you? Yes. (laughs) But I love to be scared. Now let's talk about this. Why do they want robots that look so much like human beings? Why, Lynn? Why? What's the purpose? What's behind this? Do you think Facebook is doing this to be cool or Google? This is about artificial intelligence. They want not robots. Robots aren't the word. Robots are things that you think. They clean your carpet. They go back and forth. They put together cars. That's something you program. Artificial intelligence is something that learns itself. It's a learning machine and it programs itself. Now, let me ask you something, Lindsay. I understand you're a coolophobic. Clowns freak <laughs> you out. Totally right? freak me out. This now, I mean, it's, I'm not phobic, but so gross. Oh, no, no. I've talked to your coworkers. You're a <laughs> Okay, fine. Okay, party. 
It's a long time ago. It was a horror story. Okay, I'm going to get this all Sometimes, Sometimes we look at something and we'll say, oh, that's interesting. It's called the Uncanny Valley. And a Japanese roboticist in the 70s came up with this graph. When you see something, it says, oh, that looks like, look, that, oh, that's interesting. Oh, it blinks. And then you say, okay, stop. And then it becomes more and more human. And then all of a sudden, it gets creepy. And it inspires in you fear. Now, think about this. Why are you afraid? It's atavistic. It goes back to some primordial ambiguity. You see this here? This doesn't scare anybody. It looks stupid. Frankly, it looks like, okay, fine. Look, stick them up. Almost done. I understand that. I want to get to the good part. Here it comes. As skin texture becomes more in the office, as we learn to play with the epicanthus and emotion, as it reads you, Lindsay, and it, and it can look at body temperature. You can tell when you're angry. It can play games with you. Hard to get. Knows when you, knows how to push your button. Think of the worst date ever or the worst relative or something. Now, what happens is Facebook and people in the world of robotics have to realize that they have to be careful with okay, what's wait a called uncanny valley. This teetering level when cute goes to creepy and fast. Now, do you want to go a little bit darker? Is it hit the kicker? I don't know, Lionel. Can With we? you, you never know how dark we're going to get. How dark we're going to get here? Well, let me ask you something. There is already legislation that is going to be in place that says, what if somebody wanted to buy underage robots? Oh, Lionel. Come on now. Look at me. Google this. Look what's happening around the world. It is one of the biggest issues right now. Serious. Look, no, is it a fake team? Now, imagine if we being reprogrammed. Now, you already got these daggone androids and aliens being programmed to do artificial intelligence. Why not wipe off the damn human race? Why not be controlled by damn androids or robots? Or maybe Martians, aliens, whatever. Or big money billionaires who love to worship not God, but something else. Because the only thing good, only thing good is gonna come is you know what I mean. But right now, everything's on evil. So the more evil you can see, or the or more evil they can get, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. I just wanted to go in on the blue. All right. <clears throat> Uh, Wonder Dre, are you still in the building? Oh, Wonder Dre, I right, missed. I can't believe he said that. What is your take on it? Why do you feel, you know, we out here doing what we're doing? First of all, now this is where a lot of people gonna really have a problem with me. You know what I mean? We so caught up in the 4th of July, 9-11, and all this bullshit. Our people have been dying for years, centuries, and we will not band together to do anything about it. The youth are out here killing each other. See, we both from North Philly. True? Yes, sir. 
when me and you was kids, we might not have, everybody might not have took part in it. But remember, we had PAL. We had after-school programs. Right? All of that funding is gone. There's nothing for these kids to do. We've all been told this for years. An idle mind is the devil's playground. Remember that? Right. These kids don't have anything to do. They're stuck in the house playing video games. And if they're not playing video games, they're out in the street getting into mischief. You know, education is one thing. All right? The education is a key. But when you're educating yourself and their ideology to the fullest, you lose. It starts with knowledge of self, knowledge of the creator, knowledge of from, from which you come from. Only then will we be able to wake up and band together and stop the nonsense. You go to, a, you go to a, any school right now, and you ask these school children, who is Wilma Rudolph? They can't tell you. Who is Jesse Owens? Jim Thorpe? They can't tell you. Why? Because it's not February. And even then, can they tell you? Hell, you can't even ask these kids who Ruby, Ruby, Ruby and Ozzy Davis is. They don't know. We lost out here. Now, some people will say education is the key. I don't believe that. You know why I don't believe that? Because our grandparents had no education. And they worked. And they sitting back, those of, those of them that are still alive, they collecting a nice pension without an education. But it's something that the media and, and society perpetuated. Oh, you need a college degree. You need to go further than high school. Most of our grandparents didn't even make it to high school. Some of them dropped out in grade school. And they went on to be doing great things. So education is not the only way to succeed. You have to have a drive and a hunger within yourself that I want to feed my family, take care of my neighborhood. I want the same thing I want for me. I want for my neighbors. When you see your son or your daughter out there playing with a girl that don't have a father, you need to step in and be that extra man in their life that may help them make the right decision. But we don't do that. We too busy caught up in what we doing. I ain't got time. But just think about this. What if your peoples didn't have time for you? 
Will we be here saying what we saying tonight? Or should we make time for those that are less fortunate than us? See, we can't talk about the oppression that the man is putting on us if we ain't willing to step up and help reclaim some of this power that we once had. Remember, they went into Kemet and destroyed tablets so we can be lost. But you can't destroy the tradition, the knowledge that's passed down from generation to generation. We have to open our ears and listen and learn and stop thinking that everybody that's trying to teach us something is out to get us when it's coming for our own. I heard Lady T say, you know, the crab's in the barrel. I respect that. But who built the fucking barrel to put us in? That's what we need to be concerned about. I'm going to turn the show over to you, bro. Thanks for letting me holler tonight. Man, no doubt. Um, yeah, me, I'm going to keep it simple, man. Um, I think there's a little bit of all of that, but I can no longer, you know, make excuses and justifications for our ignorance and idiocracy. I do believe, you know, children are bored and them cutting uh, a lot of the after-school programs, recreation centers. I believe that plays a part, but I'm not even talking about the teenagers now. I'm talking about the 22-year-olds, 24-year-olds, 26-year-olds, you know, the people who's beyond that, you know. Um, yeah, jobs play a part, but I I could ride around different neighborhoods, especially in North, and show you corners where niggas just standing there every day all day because that's what they choose to do. So I'm not going to blame the white man no more. I'm done with that. See, because a nigga can only put his foot on your throat as long as you let him keep his foot on your throat. If you ain't moving your hands and trying to remove his foot from your throat and you letting him relax his foot on your throat, then that's your motherfucking fault. So I will not make excuses for our idiocracy, ignorance, and stupidity any longer. Our own people are fearful of living in their own neighborhoods. Our own people are fearful of our own youth. Our own people are fearful of being black. I can't blame a white man for that. There's too much education out here, and I'm not talking about higher education. I'm talking about books to read. There's too many documentaries you can watch. There's too much information out here for us to still be trying to blame the white man for something. The white man is the white man. He's going to do what he always done. He's never going to change. So how long are we going to keep holding on to that damn excuse? It's the white man. It's the man. It's the man. No, man. Yeah, the man is always going to be the man to do what he do. But I'm talking about you. You don't have to shoot your brother over a parking spot. You don't have to shoot your brother over or argue and fight with your brother over a spot in line at Walmart. 
You don't have to stand on the corner and sell drugs to your own and kill your own. You really don't. But see, I'm going to take it a step further and tell y'all, I'm going to blame it on, and I've never, I, I, I never thought I would say this, and I was talking to a gentleman in the car today, and we had the same discussion, the music and the movies. See, while they're making movies like Minority Report and other little funny, silly movies, only movies we could seem to make is Boys in the Hood, Minister Society, shows like Empire and Power. That's as, that's as long as our imagination and creativity take us. But we got to remember there's children who's watching us. There are young adults who's watching this, listening to the music. Now, yeah, we know it's the white man, the Jew man, whatever you want to call him, who pushes that out there. But, nigga, you ain't got to make the music. You don't have to make the music. It's your choice to do what you're doing. So uh, that young brother that got killed outside of McDonald's on 22nd of Lehigh, Lay in his blood, dying. Another young guy throwing his life away if he ever get caught because they don't really care to catch him because they're hoping he kill another black person. He's helping them. He's doing the job for them. Oh, the clan can just sit back and chill for real, for real, because niggas is doing niggas shit. Niggas is comfortable and okay with being fucking niggas. So I can't sit here and blame the white man no more because a nigga want to be a nigga. I got to blame the nigga for wanting to be a goddamn nigga. Educate yourself. Try doing something else other than niggerism, nigga. I love my black folk, but I hate niggas. And I mean that. And I said it on air. I can't stand fucking niggas. I could pray for you. But I can't stand you. Why? Because you're a threat to my people. You're a hindrance to my people. You are annihilating my people and you don't care. You have no value for life. You have no care, consideration, or concern for others. You're a selfish, worthless piece of shit. And I say that because I sit with a bullet in my liver from a nigga. I almost didn't see my youngest son born or my oldest son grow and probably wouldn't have had, wouldn't have had my two daughters because of, at the hands of a nigger. I hate niggers. I'm not blaming a white man for niggerism. 
being a nigga in the day's times is a choice. You were called a nigga then. And you still didn't act like one because you knew better. Now you take pride in the shit and you wear it like a badge of honor, you fucking fool. I have no love for you. All I can do is pray for you. On that note, I'm going to take us out. And this is just how I feel. And all the listeners out there, I apologize for, I don't apologize for the profanity because I'm passionate, but I do.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.